Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side, beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, BBP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, BBP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. You are listening to us on the Up Next feed on. Whatever podcast app you're using, and of course... Twitch.tv slash UpNextPodcast and YouTube.com slash UpNext. Yes, We're back. That's right. We're we back are going head-to-head now. We had a little forbidden door moment. Right. Now, you've got to pick. <laughs> now you got to... Or show up at the pay-per-view when all the pillars yeah, uh, are realigned. Exactly. Uh, yeah, hey, welcome. We're Braden and Davey, the BDE. We love talking about wrestling of course we cover up next we cover nxt i mean on up next and uh we'll be continuing to do that but we haven't done a bd elite in quite a while because we've been filling in on post wrestling rewind to dynamite with john pollock we've had quite a, a few fun weeks with joe post so uh he's uh he's still doing the shows of course and mr Wei ting will make a huge return at all out and i mean Mark it off right now because it's going to be a double show. All four of us are going to be talking about All Out, and we're going to be chatting about Worlds Collide as well. Mm. But we will be going live for Worlds Collide with a watch-along. So follow the socials for all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun little few weeks of wrestling, especially on that September 4th. That whole weekend, you got Clash of the Castle on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the Saturday. Right. you got Bash at the BDE on the Saturday night. There you go. And then, yeah. It's going to be a fun time. It will be. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be chatting about some Dynamite tonight because what a big uh, addition. Go check out all the other stuff we got going on, including Shot in the Dark. Sino covers AEW Dark. So if you want to know who the Trust Busters are, you can listen and he'll tell you. Or you can watch the show. But 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shot in the Dark out today. Yes. Uh, just 15 minutes or less. Yeah. And yeah, what, what else has been going? I mean... I feel a lot to talk about from this weird show that we had today. Yeah, uh, it really is a weird show. What's going on? And wrestling fans uh, are like, huh, WWE's good again. And now AEW, there's like all this... What's the backstage drama here and this and what's this now and mm. meetings and what what's is AEW imploding? What's going on? And it kind of we don't we don't know after watching today. We still don't know. We do know John Moxley is one uh, one hell of a man. Officially recognized two time yeah. AEW world champion. Yeah, yeah, in a in a shocking match yeah. on tonight's show. Yeah, we'll definitely be jumping into the whole show because there's a lot to unpack from this thing leading into this big pay-per-view they got coming on. But uh, yeah, uh, quickly, we recorded a show just earlier today, Best Match Ever, talking about Rey Mysterio in WWE. We've chatted all through di- all the years. He's basically, he's been in WWE for 20 years and we're chatting all about his WWE matches. We know, we'll get to his outside WWE stuff one day on a show, part two, but uh, go check that out because it was a lot of fun looking back at some of the Ray Ray on uh, on a show that'll be out uh, sometime tomorrow on our Patreon and uh, go check out all the other shows that we got going on. It's only five bucks to access all these other podcasts, but uh, yeah, we were we were having some Ray Mysterio fever today watching all these. Ray yeah, matches. some little hidden gems out there. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed recording that show today, and uh, I know we've got some. Uh, special best match ever is lined up in the next couple of months as well. So we'll be announcing all of that very soon. And then uh, next week we'll be joined by our man Neil to talk about a few good men, ah. uh, which uh, has kind of caused us to be on a bit of a Tom Cruise kick. I hear you finally saw <laughs> Top Gun. I did it, guys. Uh, I saw Top Gun. I mean, we heard that this movie was so good. I had really no... Expectations. Like, I, I wasn't like when this movie was announced. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. I'll probably would, I would watch that or whatever. But like, wasn't like, yeah, oh my god, gotta rush to see that. Never saw it. Never went and saw it. And then um, a few people watched it and were like, whoa, okay, this is pretty good. And then like the reviews came out. It, it made a billion dollars. It's like what the most sixth most highest grossing movie of all time now. It's like okay, this movie's a pretty big effing movie. Still never went to see it. Uh, I usually go to movies with my girlfriend and she's like, I have no, I've never seen the first one. I don't really want to watch it, but like knock yourself out. So I was like, Oh man. Okay. So I tell you, Davey, we got to go see this movie. And you're like, yeah, yeah, all right. And you had a day off and I didn't have a day off. And you're like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to see Top Gun. So I was like, all right, well now I just got to go watch it by myself yeah. too. So, uh, we both saw it separately, but, uh, I thought it was awesome. It was great. Loved yeah. it. Glad I saw it in the in the theater. Yeah, you convinced me. I was like, ah, it's on digital now. Like, I could probably just watch it at home. And, and it's like, nah. So I went on Tuesday, half price IMAX. Boom. Nice. It blew my mind. What a great... Tom Cruise just coming back. He's like Rey Mysterio. He's coming back at the end of the day. He's still kicking. He, he gets stem cells in his body. He's older. He is a stem cell. Is like, he? I like, guess. I don't know. He's, yeah. he's been the same forever. Alien. It was funny. We were talking about this uh, at a bar last night after up next and then this girl next to us just turns and goes are you talking about top gun maverick like, yeah she's like i've seen it four times let's go to the cinema. Let's, let's go this sunday are you off we're like whoa whoa i'm like i i am off it's like oh, let's go it's like damn like, four right. times she's like yeah it's it's she said it's the best movie ever made yeah and then the ads during dynamite tonight are top gun maverick now in theaters but now also digital yeah and it's saying the best movie ever made. It's like, whoa, <laughs> damn. The ad says it. I'm like, wow, that's a bold statement. Uh, but it is a great movie. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll laugh some more. Yeah, uh, was I great. was 
I was lacking a bit, like, you can play a certain drinking game with the first Top Gun. Oh, you can play, you can uh, play a I think it would be games. a kind of different one for this one. Yeah, I mean, you still had a volleyball scene. There was the volleyball scene. Uh, football, wasn't it? Beach football, this right, one. Right, it was not volleyball. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, yeah. yeah. We're giving away key points of the mm. movie. But, I mean, at this point, you should go see it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a good future review down the line. I see them making a few more of these movies. Maybe. Uh, I like the guy who plays Rooster. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Why do I know that guy? Uh, Whiplash. He's the kid in Whiplash? He's the kid in Whiplash. Wow, okay. He's fantastic. I think he's awesome. Yeah, that guy lost the part in the Elvis movie, and the guy who got the Elvis movie lost this part in Top Gun. Right. That's it. So it's crazy. They both, like... Yeah, Miles Teller, you wonder, like, because he uh, was in the Fantastic Four reboot, which just bombed. Oh, wow. But when they cast him, it was like, oh, this sounds quite interesting because oh, it was wow. him and Michael B. Jordan, right? In yeah. Fantastic Four. Yeah. And you go like, the casting sounded awesome. And then just the film absolutely died. Yeah. So I feel maybe that held him back a bit or something. Damn, okay. He does interesting films though. Uh, I like him a lot. No, he, he, he absolutely killed it. So did Hangman, which is interesting because we love a Hangman on AEW, but the bad guy and oh, yeah. the kind of the heel is somewhat Hangman. But yeah, great movie. Uh, I would definitely watch it again, and I would say if you haven't, and you're like, oh, I'll watch it at home, it is one of the movies you could like watch in the theaters, and it'll blow your mind Yeah, uh, for sure. A lot of movies are like that. Like That's how they're saving cinema with these giant movies like that. Like, yeah. you you got to. If it's like a movie that doesn't really, whatever, just just stream it. Well, that's right? why I just think there's, there's money left on the table uh, with uh, Dunstan Checks In. Two. <laughs> sequel. Oh, a right? reboot? Or a reboot. No, a sequel would be better. I feel like a like a sequel reboot, like like at the same time, like a new generation. Like a requel? Isn't we talked about it on now? our Dunstan Checks In review on Patreon last week that you can check out. And yeah. if you don't know what that movie is, boy, you got a lot. You got, got a lot of catching, catching up, up to, to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Get Jason Alexander back. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be probably the best movie ever. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, yeah, I really. Uh, I'm. I, I I told my girlfriend that I went and saw Top Gun without her. I was like, see, I. I did it. Like I've only ever seen a movie by myself twice now. That's twice? the second time I've, I've always go. I fucking love going to the movies. It's it's pretty good. It's I mean, I got like extremely Top Gun Maverick high before going, so I, I did enjoy myself. Uh, but I feel like uh, it's fun. It's nice. It's no, like I love going to. Movies. You can like check out. And I'm not going on my phone. I'm not doing anything. Mm. I'm just just. Chilling. Well, it's not really social activity, is it? Yeah, you're just like going to sit in silence. It's not. Why no. do you need to be with someone? Like people, like in the world, it's always like, "Hey, let's go to let's go to dinner," and they go to a movie, and it's mm. like, "Well, you're not gonna that you're talking saying really. like two hours, we're not gonna talk." You're gonna like laugh a few times yeah. beside each other in the dark for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen if you. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I feel like uh, cinema's coming back. I'm gonna go see Bullet Train. Actually, okay, that's my next one. Nice. Uh, I'm interested in seeing that one. Brad Pitt and Bad Bunny. And samurais. Uh, I feel like the there is some other wrestling talk. There, we were talking about how we were at Raw and go check out all those other shows. But did you see who got in the quite possibly running for feud of the year? Uh, Bianca Belair and Air Canada flights. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's been three days. Hasn't three it? days. Three days. Bianca Belair did not get her her bag her bags. So she's she's pretty pissed. Bianca Bell Air Canada will not be her nickname when she. I mean, to Canada. bear this in mind: there are a lot of horror stories with Pearson Airport right now. So if you're yeah. if you're making plans for like uh, the Toronto shows for for Dynamite, yeah, um, yeah, just bear that in mind. Add that to your journey time. Consider checking bags, like not checking bags. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, things are pretty crazy. What happens with Bianca? 
And she's the EST. If that happens to the EST, what's going to happen to you? I mean, I'll tell you what happened to me today. I had the craziest thing. I, I for the for for the life of me, I couldn't find my keys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was trying to leave and go for a bike ride today after watching Rey Mysterio matches all day for our show later, and I was like, "All right, I got some time. It's a beautiful day. Can't find my keys." I look everywhere. I check the pants. I the, the shorts I was wearing. Check under the bed. I check under the couch. I check under the kitchen. I check everywhere. I pull apart my like whole room twice. Spend probably over an hour looking all around everywhere. Can't find it. So you you finally come home and you have your keys and you lend me your keys and I'm like I must have lost them. I don't know. I check with our concierge downstairs. Like hey maybe I left them in the building somewhere. I take your keys and I go get a new key cut. But we live in a condo so we have a fob. So. I'm like, ah, oh, do I spend all this extra money to get a fob or can I get by a few days? Maybe I'll find them, maybe whatever. Mm. So I just get the key cut. I come home. We're chilling. As dynamite's starting, you walk over to me and you go, oh, hey, here's your keys. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. But why, why were they in my room? Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> why were my keys in your room? They were on my desk. Why were they on my desk? God damn it. I spent all day. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And you're like, oh, hey, here. Sorry, they're right here. So why did you have my keys? <laughs> why did I have your keys? Yeah. Did you put them there? No. <laughs> why would I put them there? I almost, <laughs> I almost blame. I'm not even that mad because I'm blaming myself because, like, I, I know you not by now. You would do something like that. You would be like, ah, these are my keys and put them on your they're, table. They're completely different. Yeah. So why did you take <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Very weird. I'm sorry. But it's good. We got a spare key now. Yeah, so when uh, some friends come by, we can... Yeah. There you go. Exactly. It's re- I never knew it was so easy to get a key cut. Like, I could just take someone's oh, yeah, key yeah. and go get it cut, and now I can get into their place. Oh, yeah, I've still got our old place. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Like, damn, change your locks, people. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's chat about some AEW and some, some actual wrestling let's talk. do it. Uh, I mean, again, sorry, but jumping before Dynamite, like, there is all this this talk on everywhere. I mean, wrestling Twitter and squared circle Reddit and all that stuff. Everyone's going off about AEW and, and people are, are reporting that there's, there's like a, a meeting that they're going to have before the show. And that mm. there's, there's problems in AEW and people are unhappy. And then you got the, the, the turn of WWE with triple H taking over. And, and like, uh, what, what are any like thoughts from you from just kind of seeing this? Well, stuff? it's, yeah, we had the, um, I did the show with John last week where we kind of found the whole dropping of Hangman's name yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. And then after that, it's come out about um, that it wasn't scripted and it was kind of a receipt for the workers' rights promo uh, building up to their match at, what was that, uh, Revolution? Is it that one? Yeah. Uh, the, the last double, or nothing, double or nothing. Double or nothing. Um, so that kind of made sense because we went, yeah, that was a strange thing to put in that promo and kind of makes Hangman look weak, not coming out. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it seems like there's been people who are a bit unhappy and then it's, it's wrestling. We go, is it a work? Is it a shoot? Is it a shoot that you can then use for a work or whatever? Exactly. But there seems to be some like, we've seen with people like, uh, like when Janela got released, it's like, oh, there's a lack of communication and stuff like that. And it appears there was a, some sort of meeting today, to kind of be like, hey, we've 
like talk to us like it's an open door sort of thing is from what i gathered because yeah, yeah just more, more and more reports of people being a bit like disgruntled there. And then Punk kind of saying like, "Hey, I'm just trying to sell tickets. Yeah, this is what I'm trying to do." As like as I think it is in in the world of wrestling. I mean, it definitely you know we love this stuff because it is not real. It's suspended belief for sure. And when they are doing, you think following the MJF thing, you know, people are like, "Okay, maybe this all is they're purposely doing this stuff to like try to get." Keep kayfabe alive, brother, with like, you know, that's the new era of generation of wrestling with the internet and all this stuff, right? Like, part of me thinks more people take things and run with it, and then it just becomes that's like what's going on when if you don't work there, if you don't do things, you, they could all be like, guys, they're falling for it. They're, or, oh, why are people saying this about us? Or why are people saying, you know, all of a sudden punk is a dickhead for reasons, right? I do find it interesting, but still at the end of the day, I'm like, doesn't this just anything generate more people tuning in to watch? Yeah, like for me, I uh, like I don't I don't really care if it's if it's real or not. Yeah, am I entertained? And I, I definitely find it more interesting. A lot of these blurred lines things. The whole thing is trying to emulate like real sport, right? Sure. And you get that. You get legit feuds and stuff between personalities yeah. in real life. Like if you can lead that over in something like wrestling which the whole idea is to build a match i like it i can see if it comes down to kind of you know working people that are working there that can be a little fucked right because then you're what you're turning up to work and you think that paranoia can set in and oh do people hate each other like what's going on i I get it from that point of view but also i don't really care i'm watching to be entertained and i'm entertained by it yeah yeah it, no, it, it's it's interesting because I had I had so many people talking. You have people like wrestling friends. If you're they're mess. Oh well, is this a work? What's going on? Is punk punk is mean to everyone or everyone hates punk? Like there's just you know the, the way the internet works. But I just see they had a big match promoted this week, and it was you know a great way to get people to go. Well, what's going to happen? If is he going to say something? Like well, but like the the jab was at Hangman. It wasn't building to. Yeah. This match. That's where yeah. it, that's where it was weird, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think you can just look at it. We haven't seen Colt Cabana on TV for the longest time and it seems like he's just ROH now and he's probably someone who's pretty popular in that locker room and you can see like people being upset with the situation. Yeah. For sure. No. Yeah, again, it, it does make everything a bit more interesting. It makes you want to see the thing. Although you, you, they do have a pay-per-view, so it's also like, oh, okay. Like, well, yeah, and then what we're going to get into later like, kind of feeds into more questions exactly. about everything. Yeah, question everything. Well, let's chat about some dynamite from Cleveland. And, I mean, CM Punk just doesn't have good luck when he, whenever he goes to Cleveland. Uh, we'll explain why. But we start off with Chris Jericho, but no Jericho Appreciation Society with him. He's solo here. He comes down to the ring. He's got great silvery, sparkly boots on, like a rock star. And he says that it was pretty shocking last week when Garcia spun him around and kind of shoved him in Danielson's defense. So he wants Daniel, sorry, he wants Daniel Garcia to come out and have a little chat. So out comes Daniel Garcia. No Jericho Appreciation Society intro. I noticed 
Uh, yeah, and no entrance. sports entertainment gear. No Kangol like, hat. Yeah, no Kangol hat. No like all in white or white like beer, that kind yeah. of thing. Just in a buffalo t-shirt. Buffalo kids jeans. tea. Yeah. yeah, shout out the buffalo kids. Jericho says, "Look, you're really great, and you you could be even better when you're with me. I just want you out here to apologize to me for last week." Garcia, he's setting this great like emotional tone where he's like more like serious and kind of calm and he says that i have a wrestling hero and that hero was danielson and last week i had a match with him that some are saying is the best dynamite match of all time it could be that i hung with him for 30 minutes and well i want kids one day to feel the same way i felt and so on and so on from watching that match and Jericho is like shaking his head at him and berating him and saying, you're not the best, best wrestler alive. You're the best technical sports entertainer alive. Out comes Brian Danielson, who then uh, in his white tee comes out. He's like kind of laughing at the whole situation and then says that this is really entertaining. Garcia then shoves Jericho and Garcia leaves here, leaving Danielson and Jericho in the ring. And Jericho goes off on how you're, you know, you're kind of stealing Garcia away from him and then mentions how Danielson is supposed to be the best wrestler alive, but Jericho is still wrestling. And he says, you don't know anything about wrestling and mentions the dungeon being the lion heart and says that he could teach him a, a few things about pro wrestling. So this is when Danielson gets hype and gets in his face and says, oh yeah, why don't you ask Stu? Why don't you ask Owen? Why don't you ask the people here? They all know that I am the real professional wrestler. And basically, like, I'll beat the shit out of you right now. And that's when he they have uh, the, he lays out a challenge for a match. And Jericho says, not here, but in Chicago at all out. But then says, you better watch your back as Hager attacks Danielson from behind. Of course. Yeah, Jericho kind of holding on to the lion heart. Uh, yeah. thing as well last uh, survivor of the uh, Stu Hart's dungeon um, yeah I thought Garcia was fantastic here uh, I thought he really played sort of the dilemma of the situation yeah. he's in like yeah Jericho took him under his wing and has helped him and stuff but I, I like that you stole that moment from me it's like dude I gotta have a match with someone I respect yeah. like and you took that away uh, I thought he was fantastic um and I like also how even the shove was kind of, uh, it was almost like a mistake again, like last week. It yeah. wasn't a full like, ah, he's punched Jericho. It was Jericho getting in his face and back off. It, Yeah. It, I think it, uh, I loved all that stuff. I can't say, I think Danielson Jericho is going to be good. Like possibly really good. Yeah. I find their feud, I don't really care. I'm more interested in, Garcia with either Garcia Jericho or Garcia Danielson. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I mean, we're going to AEW Buffalo the week after mm. All Out. So we are hoping for a big Garcia match happening there or a big Garcia. He'll be like the hometown hero essentially in that. So either, either Garcia is, I was expecting this to go. Garcia's was goading in Danielson and they beat the shit out of mm. him. That could happen at All Out, and Jericho beats Danielson. And Garcia was like, nah, I was just playing. I'm with Jericho, actually. Like, I now I learned some wrestling from you, and I, yeah. I'm staying with Jericho. Uh, or he, he does go. It reminds me of Cobra Kai, 
because we got the dojo over here, and then like it the is, it not is so much like actual dojo over here, just a bunch of goofballs, and like the they're, they're, the kids are like running amok, switching sides, and thinking like it, it is very like that. Uh, so I, I'm super into this feud, and I you know what Jericho Danielson is in the match that is like whoa that's happening on pay per view, but at the same time he's been on a both, tear. Both have been delivering. Like yeah. I do think it'll be yeah. Good. It's it's like maybe a lot of this card. I'm like, huh, I wouldn't maybe go that way, but I'm yeah. sure it's going to be good. So I'll give it the benefit. I I think it could be I think it could be pretty good. I did find it weird starting the show with this. It's very rare they start with a talking segment. Yeah. And if they do, it's normally for like the biggest thing, like the world title or yeah. whatever. It felt a little odd being here, but I did like it, especially Garcia. He just continues to impress. Yeah. Uh he's definitely one of my one of my uh favorites lately and i i am one of those people that are telling my friend i'm like yo i think that two out of three falls is one of the best dynamite matches they put on for sure i really loved it we go to jay lethal versus dax harwood a one-on-one match we have uh dax who's out there by himself and jay's got sanjay so i kind of find that's not fair like where's cash dax dax didn't you didn't want him out he didn't care about sanjay He's like ah don't worry, I got this. Uh, Jay Lethal and Dax lock up. Uh, Dax gets control, but when Jay Lethal gets him up on the turnbuckle early on, hits a like side Russian leg sweep off the top, which looked pretty nice. I know you like that. There was a, a break when we come back. Lethal's still in control. When Dax fights back, hits a German and then another overhead German, but eventually Lethal fights back with a lethal combination for a near fall. Dax hits him with a slingshot powerbomb at one point, which was a great near fall. Um, Jay gets Dax standing and goes for a dragon screw, but Dax counters this into this incredible counter, countering the dragon screw into like an on top pin for a near fall. Then goes, turns that into the sharpshooter, which was great. Uh, eventually, uh, Sanjay gets up on the apron and he's in the face of Dax when Jay Lethal shoves Dax into Sanjay and then rolls up Dax. Yeah, headbutt here. This yeah. looks pretty good. Looked like they smacked heads yeah. for real. There's a, a a tease where you think Dax actually is getting the roll up, but then Lethal counters the counter and rolls up the tights, and Jay Lethal pins Dax Harwood here on Dynamite, and then they start laughing because they got the one on Dax. But a pretty pretty good match. Yeah, like Dax Harwood is always delivering in these singles matches, and Jay Lethal, obviously a really competent pro wrestler here, and. I, I didn't think anything blew me away, but I enjoy this style of wrestling. So, yeah, it was it was good. Another, they did look a little, and they kept on putting on commentary. Oh, these guys are quite fatigued. They did get a little sluggish towards the end, but uh, still entertained. Yeah, uh, Dax is still in the running for me. For he's got to be up there for wrestler of the year or something. Like he's just been killing it. Every time I watch him on Dynamite, he's great. Uh, and I'm, I was a, like a little, I guess just butthurt that he lost to Jay Lethal on Dynamite. I feel like yeah. FTR is not being utilized the, the, the best right now. And then my brain would uh, ponder some more things. So they've announced that there's a match at All Out. Mm. And it's Wardlow and FTR versus these people in any, any iteration. But now they come out here. Jay Lethal and Sanjay say, well, you accepted the trios challenge, but it's not going to be against... Sanjay or Satnam Singh, it's going to be Jay Lethal versus Wardlow and FTR. But Jay Lethal is going to be teaming with these guys. And, well, no one comes out. They just play 
a video and the logo pops up Motor City Machine Guns. So at All Out, Motor City Machine Guns versus FTR. And Wardlow and also Jay Lethal is on the team of Motor City Machine Guns. So that's the match, which, hey, Motor City Machine Guns coming in. Hell fucking yeah, they should have been in here at the Detroit show. But they're teaming with Jay Lethal. It's just a little little odd. And and them not coming out is also just like, oh, okay. So it was just a really cool moment that felt like they deflated really quickly for me. Well, maybe they couldn't be there. I, yeah, I, yeah. Like, you can't... They're yeah, both yeah. for pay-per-view, not necessarily being able to get there. But you're hyped for Jay um, Lethal, the team with the machine guns? Look, this is better than what I thought was last <laughs> week, you know? Um, last week, yeah. we thought it was Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal, and... Uh, Sanjay Dutt against FTR and Wardlow, which is a massive fucking waste of <laughs> these guys. So, in that sense, no, I, I think this will be, I think this will be pretty good. I just, I am confused why we're going this way. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get the sudden like push with Jay Lethal uh, picking up these wins. Uh, like I can't say Jay Le- like Jay Lethal Wardlow is done. Like Wardlow won. You know, yeah. we should be moving on. Um. But I do think it would be more interesting Lethal and Wardlow in the singles match and FTR. these two in a tag, especially when we've all, we're already going to get a trios match on the show. And we're probably getting a third because it's probably Sting and Darby and yeah, them. So, so like that's already already a, a bunch. Few. I do. I think it would be. I think it would be a really entertaining match. Yeah. Like Jay Lethal isn't one of my favorites, but the guy can wrestle. Wardlow's been really entertaining, and obviously FTR have been on a tear, and the Machine Guns. That's awesome. I think the match will be great. It's just one of those things where you go, really, is that the hand you're playing? Yeah. When you've got you got this. That's, in that's your how hand I feel about it. Yeah. This? That's how I feel. I, I, Machine Guns are amazing, and I've been waiting to see this FTR Machine Guns tag team match, and I feel like. That would be a great place to just do that match, but instead they're bringing them in to team with Jay Lethal. To Have them defend one of their yeah, titles. They own like it's, eight titles. Also, Wardlow's a champion, and he's just in a trios match. Yeah, just it's just a little weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get, I don't get why they're not doing more with FTR right now. Yeah, they're um, on fire. Unless like, is there is there an injury? Is there a reason? Like, I don't know. It's just I don't weird. know what. Well, yeah, to, no, but they've been having. Yeah, matches. and they're having a match. That so just doesn't so, make sense. Yeah, I don't really get it. I feel a month ago, like FTR seemed like the hottest thing, and Bucks FTR seemed kind of the way to the go. The main event, we and were we've thinking, moved yeah. away from that. And yeah, they just don't seem quite as important. Not really focused enough. And I don't get all these wins Jay Lethal's getting. Either. Yeah, just just really um, odd. No, like yeah, Fire Frank in the Twitch chat saying obviously they're teaming because. Uh, lethal was in paparazzi productions yeah i mean that's a long time ago and then there's no time but shout out paparazzi productions yeah it's just weird i think the tag match would have been a big thing people went whoa that's on a pay-per-view that sounds good i kind of feel and there are more instances of this we're still in kind of forbidden door seemed a weird card as well we ended up liking it It ended up being a really good pay-per-view but yeah. again that was going i know you had the injuries and stuff yeah but you're going you're doing that match, you go with that match. Okay, I do feel the same with this. It's uh, AW's pay per views pretty much always deliver, but for quite a few in a row now, they do seem suddenly really rushed together at the end with a so, lot of random head scratching matches. Yeah, it look, I'm excited for 
those two guys to show up in AEW, but it's just weird that Jay Lethal. We have so many people, so many young dudes too, and so many just so many other options, and it just feels so weird that we keep going back to this. And I'm not saying Jay Lethal's the you know the worst wrestler. He's not bad wrestler at all. It's just like come on, he. What's going not on? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing going on. He's got Sanjay running around with a pencil. That's the best shit they got. Like, come on. Uh, I just want that tag. I wonder if we'll get it at Buffalo. Maybe they'll just be like, ah, here's the tag. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, more uh, head scratching continues as we go backstage to Tony Shivani, who says he's here with Thunder Rosa, who's got something to say. And Thunder Rosa is just just broken down here really emotional and says that she has to give up the AEW women's championship and says that she has succumbed to an injury and she will not be able to defend the championship at all out. So she's given up the title and she's, she's bawling. She's crying. She says that there will be a match at all out and the winner of that will be the interim champion. But, yeah, uh, this came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard anything in the day about this. Um, yeah. So, another injury, another interim championship. Yeah, I, it's it just like nitpicking. You know, she could have been out, out there with the crowd, even on the stage. Um, but then also, they were going back to the interim thing when she says she's given up the title. Well, you're not. I think she she kept going back on herself. And yeah. she is, like we've emotional. seen in her promos before, she's genuinely emotional when yeah. she's cut this. I think it was just She confused me, yeah. And it is, it, I get it from her point of view. It is like you're giving up the title. Sure, you're going to come back and you'll have it. Yeah. But man, I'm on the shelf in during my championship reign. Yeah. And the match, the advertised match isn't going ahead. So... Kind of, uh, yeah, it sucks, but it actually makes room for a couple of these other women to have a match now. Like so They found Sheeta. <laughs> hey, Sheeta's still here. Yeah. yeah. Fatal 4-Way is, is announced. Tony Storm, Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Sheeta. What I, I will say is I like that they've... I, I know not everyone's about the interim thing, but I kind of feel that's how it should be. Like... I think Finn Balor wins that title and then gets injured and then doesn't even get another shot. Yeah. At it for it should be you come back and you get a shot at it sure. right away. Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind the interim thing and I do like how they're they're at least consistent with it. This is the third time now they don't do relinquishing. It's no, you'll we'll have a, a fake champion for a bit and then we'll unify it. But at least it's something being defended and things. I, I like it. I, I I don't like I think it makes sense if you can go back if you can go to the match quickly like we'll find out why we went to the other one so quickly it kind of but it felt like it still went on for quite a while because he was away for mm. more than just like a few weeks but yeah I think I mean, that's what you do in a real yeah in boxing of course, yeah in UFC so it should be like that it just like say you're someone like uh, Tony Storm okay mm. and you win this match. You're never. Are you going to be able to tell people you were the women's champ? How does it work? But again, that's that's same in sport. Yeah, you just you were the interim champ. Yeah, it's still it gives you something else to strive for. Damn interim. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Thunder Rosa is out. We go to our next match, which is Colton Gunn going up against his own father. So it's a father gun moment happening on Dynamite. With Billy Gunn taking on Colton Gunn. But the acclaimed come out because 
the acclaimed are back with daddy ass and they scissor daddy ass all mm. over television. Uh, we have uh, Max Caster rapping. Yo, listen, he makes some mention about how Billy should have worn a condom instead of having kids. And then he says that uh, this match is going to be crazy. We, someone's about to call another meeting. So he's making references of the the meeting, AEW meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then mentions that he's going to what give it all away like Joe Biden paying off student debt or something like that. You guys are going to pay. I don't, I don't follow the news yeah. anymore. <laughs> I watch wrestling. That's it. <laughs> I, 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 the crowd are over. I love these guys, but I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm like, they, they keep daddy ass cause they like just think that works best. So they're like, okay, let's actually just go back yeah, with them. Yeah. So. Okay. So Billy versus Colton, um, we get Colton kind of being a dick to his dad, stomping him around, but Billy just starts beating him up. Whipping his his kid around, and then uh, he he gets Colton in the corner and he's punching him and he's punching him and then he he stops and he puts his hands on his head like what am I doing? What oh am no! I doing? He looks at his hands. I'm beating up my own son. I can't believe this. Why could I beat my own son up? This is when Austin Gun uh, ringside uses the boombox and attacks the acclaimed. And it, it was Stokely, was it not? Oh, was it Stokely, yeah, Stokely that did it? it? Oh, okay. And uh, Colton uh, Austin does is attacks them as well. This allows uh, Colton to hit a low blow on Billy and then the Colt 45, and he pins his own dad and wins. And then signs with uh, Stokely, Stokely. then, yeah, gives them cards and is like, see, I can help you. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a weird first hour. Yeah, I don't, I, I, yeah, this really was. This felt like it could have been on Dark. This could have been on Rampage yeah. or something. A um, show I don't watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like I've been into these characters, yeah. Um, so I get it, but I don't know. It just didn't didn't do a whole lot. Because then also, like the acclaimed look like they got clowned, yeah. And then later on, it's like, hey, you want a title shot? <laughs> so it's just weird. Yeah, I thought. Um, but everyone loves the acclaimed. I liked their jerseys they got now. It looks like AEW starting to do jerseys. So the acclaimed, they had, yeah. They have a punk one. You got okay. an acclaimed one, so I feel like a few are, are coming through. Um, we go to uh, backstage. Tony is with Death Triangle and United Empire because this trio's match is going to happen later tonight. And uh, they mention that they, we see Will Ospreay and Pac kind of face to face. And they mentioned they had a match recently where it was a 30 minute draw. No, that they were uh, bringing, referencing the Rev Pro match from a few years ago. Um, you know, when Punk, uh, Pac was finally free. Like, free. Yeah. But remember, when he was Dragon Gate champion, he didn't lose to anyone. Okay. So they booked Osprey and Pac, and then they had a hell of a match, but it was like a DQ right. I remember watching that okay. or something. Got you. Well, they mentioned that, and they say that's not going to happen tonight, and there will be a winner, and we'll see them later on tonight, um, which I'm super excited for. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. 
And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Then go to Britt Baker, who comes out, and she's got a match against, I believe, Cleveland's own Kylan King. Cleveland's own Kylan King. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, Kylan comes in with a series of strikes to Brit and eventually hits a German suplex on Brit, but, uh, Brit tries to fight back. A cool move from Kylan King here was a wheelbarrow, like into a rock bottom. It looked pretty nice. And then Brit kicks out and then hits a super kick. And then another like running thrust kicked, gives her the stomp, puts on the glove, lock jaw and Brit, uh, makes King tap out in her own city as uh they, they boo and they chant pittsburgh sucks <laughs> uh i thought kylan king actually looked a lot better than i mean she was on all those darks wasn't she for the longest time uh, i actually thought she looked pretty impressive here but obviously brit was gonna win she's the star here and kylan's not signed but, yeah uh, i th- i thought this was an okay match between the two but didn't have much interest in it yeah, uh, it, she didn't look bad. Um, some cool-looking moves, but yeah. Uh, Britt then grabs the microphone, and she's allowed to cut a promo. Shits on Thunder Just Rosa. Just realized this was essentially Bailey and Aaliyah this week. This match, Come out. This match was 30, maybe a minute long, and this was a way better match than Bailey. No, but I'm saying it's the same <laughs> Aaliyah. thing. It's Aaliyah was the hometown girl, Bailey the big heel, Yeah, beats her in a minute. Damn. And then same here. Ding dong. Uh, Britt says Thunder Rose is not, not the champion anymore and basically says, I knew she'd crumble and get injured. Of course she would. And she says, now you'll actually give a damn about a match because whoever's in the match is with me and I'll, I'll beat everyone up in this match, just like uh, Tony Storm. So Tony Storm comes out, walks down the aisle, but Jamie Hayter runs out and attacks Tony while Reba's got the the Pittsburgh terrible towel flying it around. So the crowd is just like even more angry at this, this act when Holy Sheeta, Hikaru Sheeta runs down to chase these baddies off. But uh, yeah, this is she, she heard she had a map. So just books it over to the venue. I still, like, I'm I sorry, still work I, here. You and I've got me? a title shot. What? I don't believe you. What? <laughs> um, yeah. Where, where do you see this going? Uh, because obviously mocks, when he won the interim championship, he'd already been AEW champion before. So I could see them doing the same here and maybe just going with Brit. Like, it makes sense because, like, kind of like how I said, like, how are you supposed to get someone to get so excited to win yeah. over an interim title if they've never won the title before? So Brit's an easy one to, to do that with. Or could you do, like, Jamie? 
Yeah, and Jamie's in the match, which is weird. Yeah. Could you do Jamie and you then have you further the tension with her and Brit and Brit can be like, well, it isn't the real title. And maybe Brit tries to cash it in for her or something like that. Hmm. I yeah, something like that. It could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that's the Fatal 4 Or match. you just go with Tony Storm and you go to the match you were originally building for. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Britt's still the only like real big star. Tony get Tony's good. I feel like Tony could get down the line. I thought Tony was going to turn heel, though, so I just doesn't know where we go if Britt's still the top. You heel. thought Tony was turning heel? Yeah. Oh, I thought Rosa was. I thought it was like a... Like a a snake in the ground, like definitely trying to trick us. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm surprised this wasn't the 930 slot. Right. Well, you had a big title match to get to. Yeah. The real 930 slot, which is the title match. So, well, before that, we get the acclaimed backstage with Swerve's house. Sorry. What's their name? Swerve in our our glory. glory. And they basically said, hey, we saw you look like absolute fools out there earlier so you want a match and they say yeah no that's not how it goes but they say hey you're actually the number one ranked you've had the most wins so it only makes sense that you get a shot at these tag titles you're worthy of it and the acclaimed are kind of like hey you know it's not just because we're worthy but we've we are worthy because we earned this we fight we've had great matches so we accept that challenge and they are getting the, the the match it all out yeah weird um i i think the acclaimed have been fantastic recently, mm-hmm. um, but it, it does feel a bit of a cold match between these two. It feels like if this was the direction, which clearly it wasn't in a while, like a few since this title changed a bit in the past, like few weeks, mm-hmm. months, or whatever. But if you knew this was the match, you could have made this way more interesting instead of still letting them feud with, like the ass. The gun clubs for so long and still feuding with them. It yeah. seems that's what I mean. It's it should have been after the dumpster match. They go, yo, swerving our glory, all out. We're the number one rank. Let's go. And then you have a few weeks yeah. of like, yeah, I think so. Stuff. So why can't we build to pay per views properly? <laughs> it 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 is a problem. It has been an issue. Yeah. And so I'm sure the the show is going to be great because yeah. they always are. But it just feels mm, okay. So we're getting like next week. Obviously, the acclaimed are going to wrap about. Because both teams are like ha- like the rap now. They That's both have true. a rapper in the yeah. group. We got Swerve and we got Max. So, I mean, you could do some sort of rap off, but they're both baby faces and uh, it's weird. The match would be great and the acclaimed are going to step up. They've, they've totally the, turned people on what, them so these much. These are kind of the people I'm excited for, like yeah. Ricky Starks and Hobbs um, with their match and the acclaimed. I think they're, they're the guys, these are kind of homegrown talents that are now getting the the sort of big stage to have a match. So I'm excited to see if they, how they do stepping up. Yeah. Well, now we go to the undisputed AEW championship match, the interim world champ, John Moxley with William Regal. They look so great coming through the backstage area together. What a great duo here. Uh, And his opponent, the AEW champion returning after 84 days since his injury, CM Punk, and they also mentioned on commentary that the last time these two fought was eight years ago. Mm. I'm pretty sure I've seen them fight live in a match. Like, they fought a bunch, I'm sure, in WWE. Yeah, they were feuding a long time. Yeah. The Shield and Punk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, eight years ago, they last fought. And, well, here in Ohio, which is kind of close enough for Moxley. Where is he from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. Sorry, Cleveland. Yeah. 
So the crowd is super hot for him here. And, well, this match starts off big fight feel. The crowd is absolutely roaring. Uh, I thought this was one of the biggest crowd reactions they've had in quite a long time. And, well, they grapple. They go for it. They start fighting. And Punk nails Mox with a kick. But it goes down and selling that his foot is injured. So Mox takes advantage and starts wrenching and twisting the injured ankle and then picks Punk up and hits him with a death rider. The crowd is going bonkers. He then picks up Punk again and nails him with a second death rider. And in like what I think was three minutes with all the breaks and stops in between, John Moxley is the undisputed AEW champion and quite a shocker. One of the most epic uh, beatdowns I've ever seen. And for anyone, who, including including you, Davey, who gives JR some shit, man, sometimes he has gold because Taz on commentary when this happens goes, did, did he come back too soon? What just happened there? And JR says, I'll tell you what happened. He got his ass whooped is what yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> and new. This, this reminded me of... Goldberg Brock. This was Brock. In, this was Brock Scotia Cena in the ACC. Yeah, this is this was exactly that. Like, um, wow, I, you can't do this too often. But I, I love this. Yeah. I'm, I don't love that we're two weeks away from a pay per view and I have no fucking clue what the main event is. But doing this once in a while, as we say, this is trying to emulate real sport and real sports boxing, UFC. You build a huge match and it can end in 30 seconds. I mean, it happened to punk in yeah. Cleveland <laughs> in UFC. I wouldn't say that's a huge fight, but like, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. it, it can, it can happen. So I, I love doing that. I think it is very interesting after all the reports in the last week as well, because it makes you question, okay, why is this? Why are they doing this so quick? Why did they move it from the pay-per-view to here? Um, but I like that we're talking about it. Yeah. And I like that this will be remembered for a long time. Yeah, it's, and it's great. You've got a story with Punk um, wanting to go after it again. But now he's he's been humbled as well. So it's going to be interesting how you can have other characters work with him now. Because it's like he's embarrassed himself. Yeah. Uh, which is great fuel for like your an Eddie Kingston let's say, who hates this guy, and MJF if he were to come back. Yeah, I do feel like uh, it, with all the stuff going around, with the hangman thing last week, with the whole internet going off about what's real and what's not real, punk is this, punk that, it, it is super interesting that this would be the thing that happens right here, right now, and instantly gets all the attention. Like, wait a second, are they... Is he Was he not ready to come back? Is he ready? And this is all part of it to hype up the pay-per-view match in two weeks. I That's what I'm led to believe is he is ready, but this is some like creative ploy to now punk next week. Go, no, 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 no. Give me, give me one. Give me the shot. How do you, how do you get to that? If that is the case, because also you don't have hangman coming out to challenge Mox. You don't have MJF to come out to challenge Mox. Now that would be kind of off. So it only really makes sense if it is punk Mox. It, it kind of has to be punk Mox because yeah. you've got one week to build whatever else is, is next and I don't know why you'd want to do that. So yeah. Mox wins it in his home state and then Punk is going for the title in 
Chicago. Right. Again, and he can win it back in his home hometown or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, they'll give us the match. Yeah. The time, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's very interesting. I, I love doing something like this once in a while. They've done it before with uh, Cody. With Brody. Cody and Brody Lee. Yeah. He came in for the TNT title. So, like, yeah, it was smart then. And I think it was pretty smart now. But it is interesting that you're doing it. Last year, they let Christian lose. Sorry, Kenny lose the Christian mm. before the pay-per-view. And then they had the match again. But they had a proper match yeah. then. Yeah, So yeah. that was, that was I, I'm kind of glad we didn't get the match. Because yeah. you you've got so much on the table still. Yeah. Um, this was also, great. If, I mean, if you're teasing... Oh, he, maybe he's not ready. He's not ready. This knee. Yeah. How's his knee going to be ready in two, two weeks? weeks. <laughs> Story wise. Ankle, like, yeah. Um, yeah, but interesting. I, I like stuff like this. I like that. The internet's talking and having strong opinions. It was a great, like, it's, it's a great jump out of your seat moment. Like, whoa, what did they just, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, just, it was like you said, Goldberg, Brock or Brock Cena. It was kind of something like that. And definitely adds in with the, the weaving in of uh, suspended reality of what's real, what's not with all the stories with him getting like humbled here, you know, is this like, Hey, you know what, punk, maybe you shouldn't have said that thing last week. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that is something, but either way they got my attention for, for the pay-per-view. You already got my attention for the pay-per-view. So but- I did, uh, I did see reported uh, from fightful that it was Moxley who suggested this idea, this to move it to yeah. today. I mean, it, make, it makes sense because I, I think this would get people now talking about this going, whoa, did you see Punk got fucking washed on thing? And then Punk could come out next week and be like, nah, one more time. Let's go. Don't give a fuck. Let's go one more time. Chicago. It's it. You bring up the um, you bring up the uh, UFC losses. About yeah, Punk. yeah. In a way that could. You, you wonder if Punk, we know he's got an ego and stuff. Prior to UFC, I know he was in WWE and didn't have much say, but if he'd have been as cool with something like this, whereas now it's like, well, I've, I've had my ass whooped for real in yeah. front of l- millions of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can do it. I can do it in a fake sport. I can, I can do down, it in yeah. make-believe land yeah. for sure. Yeah, true. Uh, we can get to – let me just jump to the Mox promo because like, they yeah. come back to it. So I'll go to that to kind of stay on this topic. When we come back after a few different segments of, of just interviews, they go to Moxley backstage who says he wants some time. And he says, people said interim. People said it was filling in. Well, you all were writing me off and look at me now. And there isn't anyone like me. He says, not punk, not hangman. I am pro wrestling. I'm not just some guy. I am the guy. And I am the top of this industry. And he says, well, everyone wants to talk about their time is coming. Well, my time is now. And says it twice, actually. So easily you could say he's calling out I John mean, you, Cena. you could build John Cena. John Cena versus Mox at All Out. Yeah, <laughs> I would still – that would be the greatest thing you could do. But no. Uh, then, yeah, I actually really liked Mox promo. Oh, there. yeah. I, I liked his um, his mocking of Punk being best in the world. He's like, best in the world. Come on. Lad. Yeah. Just – Ate you up. Yeah. Um, uh, this, this, I actually think this was great because Mox is their guy and proving this time and time again, like, yeah, you needed 
this almost to make Mox. I, I think it made a lot of sense having Mox win this, actually. Yeah. Um, it gives him a bit more credibility. And if he is to drop the title to Punk, even if it is in two weeks, I think it solidifies this reign. Yeah. Like now he's a two time champ. It actually is a two time champ. It's a legit champ, yeah. thing. So I like it. It keeps him being a badass and seems like the guy. He is the. The biggest badass in wrestling, I, I will say. Like I, he, he was never my guy in WWE, but ever since this, I'm like, you are amazing, man. Mm-hmm. You are exactly on top. Like him saying he's the king of this industry. Like I, I'll always say it. Like to me, Roman is not it for me. It doesn't. He doesn't hit for me. The wrestling never hit. I don't. I don't believe what anything he says half the time. This guy's yelling at the camera. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking beast. You're like King Kong, man. You're amazing. Love this guy. And I hope this is the match at All Out because they got my they got my attention. I feel like everyone's like, whoa, what just happened last night? What happened on this week? You got to tune in next week. I Hopefully they get a big rating from this and next week as well. And then, I mean, the pay-per-view, people are going to want to see that rematch. But uh, I got really into it. We, we both jumped out of our chairs like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? So great stuff. We knew Summon was up when yeah, they put it top of the hour. Which 9:30. makes sense. If you put this match on at like 9.53, you'd go, huh. Yeah. Some screwies happening here. Exactly. Uh, well, good, good stuff. Uh, we go to Christian. I'll go back to miss some of the promos I skipped over. Christian Cage backstage. He's got a, a neck brace on, I think. He says that he, uh, he, he tried to reach out to Jungle Boy to bring him back in, and, and you, you, know, you slapped him in my face. You spit in my face. You don't want that. You've said a lot of mean, personal things about me, Jungle Boy. He says, I may have said some things too, but I'm a living legend. And you want to challenge me for a match? Well, you're going to find out that I'm not average, unlike the people here in Cleveland. So I accept your challenge, and you're going to see who what, what I am capable of for real. So Jungle Boy Christian at All Out. I'm glad we didn't get any Jungle Boy this week. Yeah, We were saying uh, last week how... This feud's ready. It was ready weeks ago, and they've yeah. kind of been treading water and trying to find things to do. So I like that this week it was just Christian. Yeah, all right, we'll have the match all out. Yeah, uh, I also, like, you could have Christian do something dastardly next week to kind of whatever, but a lot has already been said. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you tried to kill me. Like, you know, we've already got to to that manslaughter attempts. This is when we go to Ricky Starks, who comes out to the ring. He's cutting a promo. He's finally got some things he wants to get off his chest. He says, I'm hurt and I'm pissed off. He says, first, I had to deal with not winning the tag titles. Then I had to deal with Hobbs. Then I had to deal with the, the factory and QT Marshall. And he says, like, I've been dealing with injury and I come back and, and this is all that happens. He says, but I am hurt and I am pissed off at you, Hobbs, because I'm the one who brought you here. Before me, you were just security for Britt Baker. I made you what you are. I brought the the camera was on me, the lights were on me, and I widened the lens so you could fit in too. When I ate, you ate. You were my friend. And on top of that, when you hurt me and attacked me from behind, you knew you attacked my injured neck. And, well, I just can't bring myself to come to that. So you better bring your $5 ass to Chicago at all out and fight me like a man. So the challenge is laid out for Ricky Starks and powerhouse Hobbs at the pay-per-view. Uh, a little Cody shout out in here as well. The, he said, when I saw you turn on a nightmare, yeah. I should have seen it coming to me. Cause remember Hobbs was originally with Cody and 
turned on him to join Team Taz. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was referencing that with the Nightmare line. Um, yeah, I, I like this. It kind of... What I like about this is it's not just, oh, man, you turned on me. It was the specificness of the neck. Yeah. Like, you deliberately hit my neck. Like, you weren't just like, this shit's over, I'm dumping you. You deliberately targeted my neck, which could, like... Hurt paralyzed me. me and you know that my career and you knew that and you did that so fuck you yeah i kind of i love that like layer to the promo he's great ricky starks um is we've said since day one really good talker and now that he's got the the crowd on his side as a yeah. baby face i think it's really working and i'm i really hope these two go all out it's a pun pun but yeah. like i i think these are the guys that are really going to want to like show up and prove themselves I think for sure both their first big singles match on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Big highlight here. Uh, really great promo. And I am interested in this match. I think both of them are great up and coming talent here that are some of the homegrown stuff that it's just been really good. We get a recap of Kenny Omega coming back last week for the trios tournament and leads us into Don Callis joining commentary here. And he says he's doing some, some scouting, which is quite interesting. The match, the main event, Death Triangle, Pack, Ray Phoenix, and Penta versus Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open. And I swear I'm trying to remember these guys' names. Kyle Fletcher. Kyle Fletcher's the smaller guy. And Mark, Mark Davis. Davis is the big guy. Got it. See, I'm learning. Well, uh, this match just sounds nuts. Kyle Fletcher just looks like a Kyle. That's why well. it's That's easy. the way to Fletcher. remember it. The guy who looks like a Kyle is Kyle. <laughs> the guy with the stash is Davis? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I mean, this sounds crazy. Uh, Osprey in the ring with Ray Phoenix, in the ring with Pac, Penta, and Ozzy Open are no slouches either. So honestly, this had my full-hearted attention. This starts off, and it's already wild. Will Osprey and Ray Phoenix just go flip for flip here, countering everything, handstands, backflips, kip-ups, all that stuff. Uh, we get Death Triangle, who eventually send all three to the outside and hit stereo dives, which is nuts. During the first picture-in-picture, picture, all guys are still fighting. Everyone's beating up everyone. When we come back, Osprey hits a sky twister off the top to everyone. This is a corkscrew plancha, which is crazy. They then hit a rocket launcher, they say, where it's like the, the two guys throw Will, who's already running at the Penta, into the corner. There's then uh, Ozzy Open, who are double-teaming on Ray Phoenix. And they meant to do the spot where Ray Phoenix ducks, so they hit forearms. But I think one of them did it when they were supposed to hit the move. So the one guy's selling the arm and then realizes, oh, we got to do they that. They also <laughs> kind of didn't quite hit yeah. Phoenix either because Phoenix half ducked. Yeah. So it was just like... Ah. So they just redid the spot, which is, it's which just fine. But in this <laughs> case, just made it look... A little like, ah, it looked fake. But, Whereas yeah. if they did it the first time, just, I'll just sell it. Okay, yeah. that was weird. Uh, eventually, Penta's tagged in with the hot tag and hits some craziness. There's like a roll through into this crucifix, like jumping off guys' backs and just nuts. Pack is in, hits a German suplex to Will Ospreay here, just sending him into the shadow realm. And then, sorry, no, he's going for a German, but Will is holding onto the ropes. So Ray Phoenix runs across the ropes, PKs him. That's what I mean. Will just looked like he, his soul left his body Ridiculous. as he gets Germaned by Pac. Uh, eventually, all of the guys are in the ring, and there's Poison Ranas in stereo. Probably like four different Poison Ranas Wasn't at the it, same time. I, it was Osprey and Pac doing a 
double you know like Cameron Grimes does the double Rana to two people yeah they both did this so. but like poison Rana yeah which is the greatest wrestling Ridiculous. move of all time so it's and then Osprey and Pac just having this great stare down as everyone else is dead around them oh man it was sweet so then Pac and Osprey go at it here there's Germans there's counters for counters Osprey eventually hits a huge os cutter which is just nuts there's then avalanche brain buster from Pac on Will I mean I, what that's Nuts. a brain buster from the top. Craziness. Uh, Ray Phoenix eventually gets flipped and does like a super avalanche springboard Rana on Will. But he lands on his feet like nothing. It all breaks down when all six guys are just losing. There's, there's finishers. They're spamming everything. It's just craziness. It's amazing. There's then Pac who hits a moonsault off the post to the outside onto everyone. And then when he's ringside, we see... The man in the box, Kip Sabian, he wears that stupid box on his head. He stares at Pac. Pac decides, you know what? I don't shouldn't pay attention to this match that I've spent the last 20 minutes working really hard in. I'm going to go take this cardboard box off Kip Sabian's head because he's been bugging me. So he does, but when he takes off the box, it's just some guy who's got a black eye and duct tape on his mouth. Revealing Kip Sabian attacks Pack from behind when everyone goes, who's that? And, well, the ref did not see any of this because they're busy checking on Phoenix for probably what seemed like five minutes. Uh, when we look back in the ring, we get Penta sent to the outside. Ray Phoenix is isolated with Ozzy open and uh, Osprey, and they hit this, like, super Oz cutter. And put him to bed. So Osprey, the yeah, United it's Aussie Open holding up. Yeah, it looks sweet. Uh, was it Pac who took the fall here? It's Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix, yeah. yeah. And then the Oscar. So yeah, the United Empire advance here in the trios tournament. But this match was awesome, and then the finish just made me go. Of all the time, do it after the match. Do it like what? Yeah, weird. Uh, it wasn't needed at all. No, this match was great. You could have, like, Death Triangle can lose clean. I think like you're you're putting you're you're hyping up Osprey to go against Kenny. So you it doesn't matter if these guys take a, a clean loss. Really. Yeah, we see them lose all the time. Yeah. You don't need Kip Sabian to kind of fuck this match up. Yeah, um, but he did. Just yeah, but that aside, awesome, awesome match. Um, I do feel I wish at times because Osprey is. We all know who he is, but I don't know. To a, he's a new character in AEW, right? Sure. So you've got to assume there are people watching who don't know who this guy is. And I think uh, commentary did a great job of being um, of putting him over. Like Taz was just going, "Nah, I don't, I don't care what people say. Like, hey, this guy's a stud. This yeah. guy's amazing." Yeah. Jr. constantly going, "Sign this guy. We need this guy on a contract. <laughs> Sign this guy. We need Sign this, this guy, guy on a contract." I just wish they, because the the moment he did the that like super rana from ray when osprey landed on his feet you could see the crowd going nuts shoot it it makes it feel so much better when yeah. you then do that pan out because i could see in the background people are on their feet for yeah. that people it's never like, seen that before you yeah. need to catch that because if you're watching this for the first time and you see this guy do that and this crowd react that way it just makes him seem even cooler yeah right um but no i i thought the match was excellent apart from the kip stuff um and don Callis just constantly on commentary bringing up um 
kind of how Kenny was selling out the dome and this kind of stuff and, and said he's being complimentary of Osprey as well. Yeah, he, he was. There, there are like some backhanded compliments, like yeah. little digs, but he's also, when Osprey's like eating these super kicks and stuff, goes, well, that's something Kenny said to him when Osprey was a junior. He's like, you're really good, kid, but you need to build up your resilience. And I can see that right now. Um, yeah. Uh, they also mentioned, um, like, Don, like you said, is saying things to Osprey, saying things about Osprey, but then also being like, hey, he's pretty good. I could see, I could, I mean, obviously, we're going to that match. I don't think that's the pay per view match, but Grand Slam easily could be Will Osprey, Kenny Omega. And I could see Don Callis aligning himself with Will Osprey. I feel like that'd be a cool swerve. I, I could see that. It's whether. Osprey's hanging around. Yeah, it's it's whether that is because I I don't know if Callis is going to be wanting to fly to Japan and Fair UK enough. and stuff like that. Gotcha. So how down the line maybe, or if you know you've got a commitment from Osprey, yeah. and a deal worked out where he can pretty much be an AEW regular under New Japan contract, I think that would be a great move. Yeah, I think because I it feels like you're going to be moving Kenny and the Bucks babyface anyway. So exactly. you can't have Callus hanging around with him. So I, I think that would be a cool thing to do. Um, but yeah, it depends if we're getting a lot of Willy. I do think that'll be the Grand Slam match. It, clearly, they're, they're teasing it, it makes in sense. this match. They mentioned they've only fought once. It was at PWG. Yeah. So I think like 2015. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's on DVD now. <laughs> Something like that. But um, Yeah, so but that, I guess... So I still probably think it's Dark Order against um, yeah. against uh, the Elite. Yeah, it's that. And then you could maybe even have Osprey costume that or something to set up the Grand Slam match. Or Fair enough. Yeah, he could show up at the pay-per-view and costume that match. And then that's what sets up Grand Slam in the f- a few weeks later, right? Mm. In the, probably like two, two or weeks, three weeks after. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked this match. Obviously, Osprey and Ray Phoenix in a match just going nuts with each other was crazy. Uh, yeah, this match was awesome. And then Kip Sabian shows up. Dude, this guy was wearing the box outside of Grand Slam last year, yeah. as I said. They've been waiting this long for him to take off the box, and this was the reveal. What's hit? in the box? And this <laughs> is when they chose to do it. What a flop, man. No, just terrible. And I'm not even crapping on Kip Sabian just to crap on Kip Sabian because, like, he could prove himself, sure, but was this the right time? We haven't time? seen him for forever. exactly. Like, like cool, he looks cool, but like, is this what is this what was really needed at this point? If you were gonna do it this route, you needed to show him attacking Pack, not not on Dark and all this stuff. You need to show this on Dynamite. You need to explain like mm. this, and don't just go, "Well, he's been doing it on Dark." No, no, no. You just interrupted a big match. You need they, to be- they have shown us this feud over the last few weeks. Yeah, they but- have been. Um, but no, this ain't, but this it wasn't isn't a, the time. Yeah, to it do wasn't it. the time to do that. Uh, and now what? That's your all out match, the all Atlantic title, Kip versus Pack for the buy in? Oh, in a buy in or something, maybe. It's not on the pay per view. It should not be. I don't think it'll be on the yeah. pay per view. Uh, so yeah, uh, Kip doing that was just a little weird, but overall, the match was crazy. Overall, the highlight obviously was Punk and Mox just with that crazy epic encounter there where. Now, Punk is, we're like all like, what's going to happen? Easily the best part of the, this 
this show and a crazy moment in, in AEW history, really. It was just awesome. Uh, but I also like the stuff what's going on with Danielson and Garcia and Jericho. And I like how we kind of know our all out card. Um, it's like kind of coming into place minus the main event, but we kind of can yeah. put it together. Uh, very weird episode. I thought, yeah. Um, entertaining as always. The, the main event was my, like the, the six man was easily my match of the night. Um, but the, the punk stuff's the punk and mock stuff is interesting. Um, yeah, can't say I, it's, it definitely wasn't one of my favorites. Um, I can see people who possibly did not like this episode. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I, I think there's a lot of, all right, there's initial reactions we can have to some of these things. How about we let it play out? Because I, I think AEW have been good at letting things play out and actually being afterwards just going, oh, that was pretty good. So that's kind of where I am right now. I'm not jumping to any crazy conclusions, but yeah, I also would like to know the main event. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought it was a confusing episode, too. There was a lot of stuff that was like, okay, uh, but also in, really enjoyed the main event. But uh, does this mean next week that the trios, that means Osprey and Kenny are in a match then? Next week, I guess. That's the way the brackets are, right? That's the- So Rampage is House of Black versus... Uh, Dark Order. Dark Order. Where they haven't shown it's Reynolds and Silver. Yeah, and they haven't told And they've blanked out whether it's... So it's Hangman. Well, I think, because Hangman said it's not. So I think uh, you could have, though, like, Ten or Uno in that role. Miro. (laughs) No. Because he's beating up the Blouse of Black. No. Um, No, I'm saying you could have one of Dark Order in it and then them taken out. Yeah. Before all out, and then Hangman's got to step in that role. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but next week is United Empire versus the Elite. Yeah. So that's crazy. Will Osprey and Kenny's happening next week. next week? So there you go. We'll see it in a trios match, which clearly should be the main event, which would probably be even crazier than than this match. But uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot going on. I mean, all out look taking shape. There's also the casino ladder match, which is what like eight people in that match. Um. The winner gets a title shot? Uh, the winner gets a cock ring or something usually, isn't it? It was last year when Hangman won it. Okay. So, I mean... Right? That was... Yeah, was that was that an all-out? There was a ladder match an all-out? I don't remember. Wait. I, I don't know. I was at that show. <laughs> um, there's the six-man tag. There's then the Fatal 4-Way women's. There's the Casino Ladder. There's the Danielson-Jericho. The tag title match. Jungle Boy-Christian... Starks and Hobbs. All right. So it's already a pretty packed cool. looking pay-per-view. But uh, we'll be back uh, next week to chat all about some Dynamite. And then the following week, we'll be at Dynamite in Buffalo. And, uh, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, any Toronto people, get those tickets or let us know if you got some tickets for Dynamite and Rampage in Toronto oh, yeah. in October. So uh, Yeah, good luck, everyone. buying. By the time you're listening to this, we'll be really happy or really upset. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll let you know how things go. Follow the socials. We'll be in that building, either oh, yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. So uh, look forward to all that. Check out all the other shows, patreon.com slash upnext, of course. And, hey, ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next while we're at it. Go check out one of our t-shirts. But that's it. That's all. We'll see you next week. And then, of course, for All Out and the Post Pillars show that we got going on. But we appreciate mm-hmm. you listening. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. 
And I'm at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And the wild thing is undisputed. Ahoy! From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.